Episode 73 of The Loaded Couch. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. PS4 Slim leaked. More NX rumors. Gamescom 2016 winners. Poopocalypse. Questions from listeners. And beer. Beer. Reach in at your own risk. This is a loaded couch. All right, we're back. Episode 73 of the loaded couch. I'm Scotch Hound. Pigeon Peg Leg. Oh, wait. And Celtic Fox. <laughs> Cut you off. Cut. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, let's get started with our beer mash. Uh, Pidge, why don't you tell us what you're drinking? I'm drinking the uh, Ecto Cooler. <laughs> from high C. It's a citrus drink from Atlanta, Georgia. Light green, 0% alcohol. Does it glow in the dark? <laughs> Makes my insides glow. Did you get it in a big gallon jug? <laughs> no, I didn't see it. I only saw it in the like the little like eight six ounce little packs. Are the sippy cups or the, yeah, the sippy boxes or whatever? If he could get this in a water cooler sized jug, I think he would. It's yeah. I've read a bunch of stuff like people. It's like not the same when it was back in the day. It's actually the same and it's so good. They're just using sugar that's good for you now. Uh, I don't even know if they're doing that. No, they're probably not. They're probably, probably using uh, corn syrup crystals. It's <laughs> <laughs> just uh, recycled radiator fluid. <laughs> Let's see. Flint, Michigan, whatever. From... <laughs> All right, Kelk, what are you drinking? I'm drinking Tank 7 Farmhouse Ale. And this is from Boulevard Brewing. It's their Saison Farmhouse Ale. They're out of Kansas City, Missouri, and the color is like a golden pea color. But uh, according to them, it's straw golden. Yeah. It's 8.5% alcohol. Have you ever had this one before? Because I wanted to recommend this one to you. I have not have it, uh, had it before. Um, Curious to know what you think. I, preliminary taste, it's really good. Okay. Myself, I have the uh, Saranac Gen 4 Session IPA. Whoa. It's uh, by the Matt Brewing Company. It's an IPA, of course, out of Utica, New York, 4.8% alcohol, and it's quite tasty. Pidge, you'll have to try it and how much it's, you love the IPAs. Yeah, it, and especially a Gen 4. That's like yeah. it's like the Wii U or something, right? <laughs> yeah. No, it'd be the GameCube. GameCube. Game, okay, yeah. Uh, speaking of games, the arcade bars which I guess is a semi-new thing, uh, intoxicating cocktails of craft beers and video games were initially a Brooklyn experiment but are now popping up in Manhattan, New Jersey, and Philadelphia uh, with other cities following suit. I think uh, Paige, said, uh, any of these or No, I think they said West New Jersey in the Bumble Hills. Yeah, really? I, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to the mayor. Yeah, I'll have to see what I can work out. Well, what was uh, the... Um, uh, Dave & Buster's is kind of like this, situa- this type of deal, right? Yeah, I on think, a grander scale. Yeah, on a grander scale, but it has like those those cheesy games. I mean, I think these arcade bars are the ones that have like the old school, like Galaga and Xavius and uh, Pac Man, Miss Pac Man, stuff like that. Yeah, you, you know right. what I think too. I think when you do something like this, because arcades are really kind of hard to make the profit on, I think you have to make it kind of a really trendy bar and food establishment with a little bit of the. Um, nostalgic gaming sprinkled in there 
Like don't don't rely on it to move customers just because of the arcade machines, but make it like a cool place to go relax and chill out. And well, then what I'll, are some of the necessity uh, nostalgia video games that you'd like to see? I th- I think you got to go all the way back to like uh, Space Invaders and Seven Twenty. You know, Dig Dug and games like that. Like some of the really Ivan Stewart's Off Road. Oh man, don't even <laughs> tease me. <laughs> Maybe that, some skee ball. Ski ball, you know, th- just the the original stuff. Like even a Pac Man, you know, p- some Pac Man's preferred. Some Centipede. pinball pinball machines. Yeah. Miss- Missile Command. Yeah, I think Golden stuff uh, stuff like that is like exciting to kick back and just have the memories and the fond memories, but also have really good craft beers and good bar food while you're doing that. Right. Yeah, I, th- I think the owner of one of the places is like uh, like they drink beer and they play games and. They have fun playing it, so and the longer they play, the more beer they drink. So it's sure. like a win-win for them. Exactly. Like I'd I'd be more inclined to go to a place like that than a Dave and Buster's. Dave and Buster's just seems very phony and over the top to me. Oh yeah, that's more of like if yeah, but even still, that's where if you want to get food and you're out with a bunch of friends, you don't have really anywhere else to go. Yeah, and that's where you go to start a fight <laughs> <laughs> or get your credit card number stolen. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, a Wisconsin woman faces multiple charges after she cracked open a beer instead of getting out of her car after a police stop uh, or early on Wednesday. Can you imagine? <laughs> Get out of your car. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> she actually looks like she's actually wearing a nurse outfit, which is kind of scary. What do you what would you say if you were that police officer? <laughs> I don't know, man. Let's get out. Let's do a line, line walk. Yeah. What? Yeah. But I mean, no. What if? Okay. What if you got pulled over and they were going to make you do something like that and you hadn't been drinking yet? <laughs> I guess you'd have to take the keys out of the car, right? Because the keys can't be in the ignition. Otherwise, it's considered to be a drivable vehicle. Are you allowed to tell her to get out and chug the whole beer, like <laughs> right on the spot? Be like, you've now opened it. Now you must consume the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> and then and then give her the breathalyzer. Chug, chug, chug. <laughs> like shotguns it, yeah. stabs the bottom, yeah. opens it up. Start cheering for her, and then, put, and then get her in trouble. She looks a little proud in the mug shot. Also, <laughs> just look at me, bitches. Her eyebrows on fleek, though. I tell you that. <laughs> Kelk, what you watching movies this past week? Well, I kind of got pulled into a uh, like a romance movie. My wife watched. Mm. Uh, it's called Brooklyn. It's about Irish immigrants, uh, I think, in the 50s. Should I do my uh, impression from Princess Bride, the old lady? Which one? Boo! <laughs> <laughs> this man! Yeah, it was um, a little something different than I'm used to. It was pretty good, actually. It got really good reviews, and that was on, uh, I think we watched that on Netflix, or we might have watched it on our Xfinity On Demand. Is that the one where you dissed me that night? Mm, yeah i'm watching movies with laura well, there was a bunch of, of uh, video games with yes there was that, a bunch of nights with that happening wasn't there no that mm-hmm. that was yeah, the night though. Like every night now <laughs> <laughs> and uh we bought the jungle book last night uh, okay how's you watch that it? i watched about a little couch account say you watched half of it no i actually pulled a pigeon i watched about a third of it and oh, I and i fell asleep but i woke up about 10 30 when it was over and evan was still awake watching it no he was yawning he was hurting pretty bad um but he finished it went to bed and then i guess him and laura uh rewatched it again this morning so i've yet to finish watching it but from what i saw it looked really really good was that on a loaded couch account no that was on the celtic fox account okay uh pitch what'd you watch 
I watched The Green Room. This was a movie back in January when we did a, a podcast about what movies you want to see coming this year. Mm-hmm. And this is the one with the Patrick Stewart, who oh, who's a bar owner who is like a Nazi like lover. Okay. So okay. this is right up Kelk's alley. <laughs> I was going to say, Kelk, did you watch this? I'll have oh, to did, check this did one you out watch then. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's essentially <laughs> a band through like, you know, five degrees of separation gets a gig at this, I don't know, neo-Nazi bar, I guess. Okay. And they play and they, they go and they witness a murder. And so they get locked down and they try to find a way to, to get out of there. And there's a lot of twists and turns. I mean, ultimately... The ending's obvious, but you never expect, you know, the whole what happens to the to the people that get stuck in this venue. Mm. So it's really good. So it's Patrick, got like a little bit of a plot twist at the end. Not at the end, but like in it, you're like, okay, oh, oh, okay, they're what are they gonna do now? How are they gonna try to escape? Okay, I didn't see that coming, mm. and it's it's really it's really graphic too. Like a guy gets shot in the side of the face with a shotgun. Ooh. Oh, and it literally looks like he really got shot in the side of the face with a shotgun. What uh, what what was this on Netflix or? No, I got it. From, I got it from the library. No, oh, okay. What are your thoughts on? You know how you can donate your body to science? Yeah, like what my if, dad did. What if we could, uh, you know, as the years come by, we start to get more and more uh, desensitized to violence. Uh, we can donate our our bodies to Hollywood, and then they can start using real dead bodies to shoot and demand, de- you know. <laughs> Ooh. And meme and stuff in movies. Would you want to be part of that cleanup crew? <laughs> Your body's all there's, drained of blood. Yeah. <laughs> hey, there's there's something out there for everybody to do, job wise. I imagine there's yeah, that wouldn't be fun, but you can uh, get paid for it. Start a exactly. union, <laughs> dead body union for Hollywood. Uh, I didn't see a movie. I saw a show, um, Rock of Ages. It was a you know like a Hollywood production, but it was in Vegas while I was there. Tom Ooh. Cruise. No, <laughs> it was based off of that, but. Or at least the movie was based off of this. That was play. the um. Isn't that the all '80s music? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. It was it was really good too. Yeah, um, yeah. The storyline and stuff. I mean, there were you know, of course, differences and all from the movie in comparison to the show because there was like a narrator throughout the show, and I guess the person who was the narrator was Russell Brand's character in the actual movie. Hmm. Well, Russell Brand's in it. Were you really Were you really hoping it was Tom Cruise in there? Or? No, not at all, actually. This guy had a really good voice, though. And I'm surprised, like, I, I'd, I'd have to see the movie. I, I don't know. N- neither of you guys or none of you guys saw it, I'm assuming. No, no, I did not know. Okay, so I'm wondering if there is any of the singing and stuff in it and how much of that singing is actually Tom Cruise. Was it, who, who's better, Tom Cruise or Jared Leto? Mm. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. After the complaints that we've been listing from Jared Leto the last few shows, <laughs> I'm almost... Tom Cruise, but didn't I say that Tom Cruise is one of those stinky people from uh, Hollywood? Yeah, him. Yeah, and Patrick uh, Ewing. Patrick Ewing, yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> Speaking of Jared Leto, uh, Jared Leto has joined the Blade Runner sequel cast. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Alcon co-founder and co-CEOs Andrew Kosov and Broderick Johnson said, "We are thrilled that Jared has agreed to play a key role in the Blade Runner sequel." Which which part is he going to play? I wonder if he plays the um. Oh, I can't remember the guy's name. He's obviously not the main character, but no. But what was the uh, the the robots' names? They were called something. Uh, they were the Gen Seven or something like that, right? What the heck were they called? They were um like vagrants, vagrants or something. Yeah, I don't remember. But they were all different generations, replicant. Oh, right? 
Replicants. Uh, oh, okay, the overalls. Yeah, but wasn't there different generations, Kelk? Yeah, there were there were different variants of them. Yeah, I never I never seen. I saw the first five minutes of it. And this this goes scotchy with what I was saying before the show. Definitely check out Humans if you, if you're a big Blade Runner fan. Right. Check out Humans because it really plays with that whole science versus evolution thing. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, that sounds you know like movie, Need for Not movie. You know what? Uh, yeah, no. I think I'm gonna to try to watch Mr. Robot. Yeah, I still have to finish. I think the last episode of season one. I gotta mm. try it. <laughs> uh, Mission Impossible six delayed due to pay dispute with Tom Cruise. Ooh, who do I? Who does your son think I look like again? Uh, he thinks you look like Tom Cruise. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Patrick Swayze. <laughs> I thought he was gonna say Patrick Ewing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's kind of close too. <laughs> Uh, so I guess there's a few different op- op- options as to why, or explanations as to why they're uh, they're having this issue. Let me let me guess. More money. I, I that's a, that's always the first, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. What? Not Tom Cruise. Yeah, no, that's the thing. I mean, they have to be paying him well to start with, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guarantee his base salary is something like twenty five million. Mm-hmm. Right. What's the other? What's the other uh, sorry. explanation? Uh, the other is that Cruz is seeking bigger salary. Nope, that's the that's the salary one. So, oh, no, 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 that's right. To yeah. Reduce the budget, which will involve a pay cut to Cruz. And the second one is that uh, Cruz is seeking a bigger salary, more in line with uh, his earnings on Universal's upcoming reboot of The Mummy. Mm. Yeah, um, I think uh, which studios is this? Yeah, Paramount. They're they're taking a big loss this year because Ben Hur bombed. So he wants to take from Peter to pay Paul, basically. Yeah. Probably. So all these movies, Star Trek saw a big drop off. I'm sorry, I should say Star Trek. Um, so that's why they're trying to yeah, have take less. They're like, basically, Tom, how do we tell you that you're not bringing in the crowd you used to? So you're going to take a cut. Yeah, just, just mm. get the rock on here. D- to be honest, though, I mean, it's, <laughs> it brings up a good point. Like, do we want to see another Mission Impossible and... Do we care or think that Tom Cruise is going to do a good job in the Mummy? I actually like the old Mummy movies with Brendan Fraser. I don't see. I don't see why they need to remake those. Because the Rock's probably going to be in it. Yeah, he was the Scorpion King. Scorpion King. Yeah, Yeah. I watched the beginning of that and I was like, man, he's so good in it, but the rest of the movie stinks. Uh, uh, Beetlejuice musical is coming to Broadway for the 2018-2019 season. I'm actually that, that sounds interesting. I'd like to bring my son to see that. Yeah, I like to bring my brand new daughter to see that. I'm curious. I mean, I know that there uh, there definitely was some uh, what you call like singing in the movie itself, but I'm just trying to figure out how yeah. they would make the right oh they could right. totally make that movie into yeah like, like a musical now the question is is winona Ryder gonna be in it no she mm-hmm. isn't as the mother <laughs> how about michael Keane? come on <laughs> yeah hey hats, perfect, ha- I mean. hats off to her i thought she did a good job in strange things yeah um michael keaton uh told a bunch of reporters that it doesn't look like beetlejuice 2 is going to happen now so that's why I think they're going the Broadway Broadway route. Boo! Boo! <laughs> yeah, that's, that, uh, Beetlejuice doesn't need to be messed with. Leave, leave right. the original alone. Let's let's yeah, do, exactly. Let's do a Broadway play and just instead. make a sequel to Rock. <laughs> All right, TV talk. I'll start off myself. I've been still just watching The Limitless, as I said last time. Uh, it's it's good, and um, I'm kind of 
sorry that there's only one season of it on Netflix right now. I'll how about I think I need to give this a shot because my wife was actually saying two nights ago that her brother was highly recommending it. And I knew that one of you two started watching it, but I couldn't remember who. Yeah, not me, I tell you. Bit. Is it good though? I mean it, it looks good. <laughs> yeah, I mean it kinda you know, it's got the T V cheese to it, of course, but no, it's decent. Okay. Um yeah, I'm, I'm liking you know, there's the TV cheese. It's it's good if you can look past that. But yeah, well, we probably we probably talked about this. Have you seen the movie yet? I haven't, okay. but I can't remember now. Okay, so probably not. Yeah, there's a good <laughs> chance not. I guess. Yeah. Right. Pidge, what'd you watch? Um, I'm kind of jealous. <laughs> I'm well, two days ago, my wife gave birth to our daughter. Yeah. And uh, Drew Norma, and they had a breastfeeding channel on and there were some bombs. It wasn't just covering the boobies up. It was full on nipple play everywhere. Oh, did you learn anything? I learned that different women have different size boobies. <laughs> I mean, did you learn any new, uh, any new moves? Some, some new <laughs> techniques. Yeah. I, I learned the, uh, the gummy. I learned... oh, <laughs> now you can take out those falsies and go to town. Yeah. Um, no, I, there wasn't real. There's not much on the hospital TV. I mean, mm. I think we watched Friends, and then just whatever was on the Food Network channel. No, you love the Food Network channel anyway. Yeah, but it was all reruns and shows that we taped that we watched with our daughter. So. <laughs> it, it was, yeah, it was whatever. But the breastfeeding channel was awesome. <laughs> You're like, babe, just leave this on when you fall asleep. Yeah, <laughs> she was watching it too. She's like, damn, that lady's got some bombs. <laughs> damn right. Calc, what'd you watch? Um, I finished up the Olympics. I'm pretty much, I'm sure, as everybody else did. I did not watch the closing ceremonies because I watched some of it. Didn't think the Olympics was that interesting this year for some reason. Dude, I don't. I heard their closing ceremony was awesome. Yeah, in the pouring pouring good. rain. Yeah, with Super Mario. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. I watched some of the Olympics. Caught some of the NFL preseason games. And I I only I don't watch preseason games until the third week. Because that's when all the starters play a whole half. Yeah. Right. And I caught up on some Food Network uh, shows, just like Pigeon. We watched some Chopped, Kids Chopped, stuff like that. Yeah. Does Evan like watching that? Oh, yeah. He's been itching to want to do some cooking. And we actually missed the chance to send him to a little uh, cooking uh, class this summer with his school. So we're going to send him next year. Uh, Oh, I know. Uh, Let's get him for his Hey. <laughs> his own set of knives. <laughs> well, stuff nice set. <laughs> uh, television adaptation of The Lost Boys is in development at the CW. Yes. Uh, the potential series is planned to span seven seasons, each featuring a different supporting cast and setting, uh, with the only constant being its crew of vampires, a.k.a. The Lost Boys, who never age. That's going to be difficult over that, seven seasons. That sounds really cool. One, I love the original. I mean... Oh, the, what, the movie. movie. The movie was awesome. Yeah. That's a Even cool idea. That's a cool idea to yeah, like have is. a changing background basically over the span of the show. Now it's going to be a changing background. Do you think it'll do location changes, or do you think it'll all take place in the same location? Wow, that'd be really difficult. Yeah, that'd be tough. I mean, it'd be cool to see. I mean, because vampires should have the ability to like travel around parts of the world and. Well, that's kind of what they did in that whole Twilight series. Remember, they couldn't stay in one place too long because they got found out. Yeah, yeah. But so they'd move around to different locations. But it would be cool to see them anchored to one location, too, because you can develop a lot of story around that plot as well. 
Sure, probably be a lot cheaper too. I yeah. think it's funny that they already like writing it for seven seasons. Yeah, they better like, hope the pilot's good. Yeah, looks like a Netflix Netflix exclusive. Oh, geez. Uh, so the, the series, being seven uh, seasons, will tell a 70-year story uh, with each season covering the events of an entire decade with the first season taking place in the 1960s in San Francisco. So, so it's going to go like in the future. Change, uh, yeah. Yeah, 60s take place. First season, 60s. Yeah, so they're going to go all the way into 2020. 70. At the seven every three, 2030, maybe. <laughs> uh, but they're saying at least in San Francisco. So it looks like there might be an opportunity for them to travel around. And at the, and at the end, they meet Corey Haim. <laughs> <laughs> you shut your mouth. He's dead. And, and it'll be the real Corey Haim. Oh, that's wait, right. He's already. <laughs> who's the other nice one? Guy. Corey Feldman. Yeah. Corey Haim is dead, dude. I know he's dead. What a pig. <laughs> Too soon. Ten right, years too soon. Yeah, your nay on your beer. It's a yay. It's really good. I highly recommend this. Uh, you if you're, your, I, your farmhouses I do like farmhouses, but I highly recommend this farmhouse. It's from Boulevard Brewing. We got to find a, you a farmhouse that you don't like because Scotch and I found beers, our favorite beers that we don't like. I thought I had one, one of our episodes where I had a farmhouse that wasn't that good. Huh. I don't know. I'll have to go back and listen to all 72 episodes. <laughs> What are you Did pairing you? it with? Oh, okay, that's right. Mm. How about a nice pork? A nice pork chop. Uh, pork chop with an apple chutney. Okay, Pidge, <laughs> okay. yay or nay? You said yay. Okay, yeah. It's, uh, I wish I had a gown like you said, the big yeah. bottle, a like Hawaiian punt. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, myself with the Saranac Gen Four Session IPA. I'm gonna say yay as well. This thing, it's pretty tasty. It's I mean, for being an IPA, it's not bitey at all, and it's got yeah. some nice like aftertaste going on. It's yeah, it's it's tasty. Nice. Yeah. I definitely get it again. That's, your wife got that for you, right? Yeah, when she went up to New York for uh, the bachelorette party at the Finger Lakes. That's right. Yeah, did a little <laughs> wine tour and stuff, and picked up some uh, some local brew. But uh, all right, let's get a refill, and we'll be back with let's talk games. For more from the Loda Couch, check us out on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. If you like me and would like to follow me on Twitter, at Pigeon Pegleg, and also on Twitch, Pigeon Pegleg. Pigeon Pegleg. Hey, this is Scott Chound. If you want to hear more from me, you can check me out on Twitter at Scotchound underscore LC or on Twitch at Scotchound. All right, we're back with Let's. Let's talk. Talk. Games. Games. <laughs> there you go. You're getting lower. Oh shit! You're, you're low, low. Your balls right. will drop eventually. <laughs> keep keep forcing them. Calc, what are you drinking this round? <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, continuing the tradition with the Tank House Seven Farmhouse Ale. I bought a four pack. Am right. I supposed to have a testicle come out of my abdomen? Page, <laughs> <laughs> how about yourself? Uh, I switched it up. I went hardcore this time. The Tropicana Twister Lemonade mm. from Bradenton, Florida. It's a yellow white, zero percent alcohol. <laughs> I like how serious you're taking this. Uh, myself, I'm drinking another Saranac, but this is the Kolsch. It's uh, from Matt Brewing, uh, Brewing, 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 um, and it's a <laughs> the German ale out of Utica, New York, with five point two percent alcohol. 
I haven't tried it yet, so I'm not going to even say anything. But Cal, what'd you play this past week? Ooh. So I did get Pigeon back into some Titanfall before the arrival of his daughter. And some and Doom too. And Doom. Doom hopped on with us. Um game is great. It's so much fun. Played a little Forza Horizons too. Scotchy. I'm trying to get back into that because I know three is right around the corner. Played a little Halo five yesterday. Uh, tried out Warzone. Didn't do the firefight, but just tried to brush up on my Halo skills. How'd you do? I actually did pretty good. I, I pretty much stayed at one base location and just tried to protect it and guard it. And actually did surprisingly well for not having played it. Uh, and, and coming from Titanfall to Halo, Halo 5 really is a good multiplayer game. Yeah, it is. And then again, back on the Titanfall talk, I got to play Titanfall 2, the tech demo, over the weekend. Got to give that a try. It's much different than Titanfall One. I know we're mm-hmm. gonna we're gonna talk about it a little more later in the micro or Microsoft or the multi uh, multi games multi platform. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we'll talk about it a little more there. Dude, the freaking grapple hook, man! It's awesome. It, it's even faster than the first one. Did they have a grapple hook in the first one? No, no, nope. Oh, no, okay. but the movement <laughs> speed with and then including the grapple hook makes you you can go across like the entire board oh, with the grapple no. hook. It's awesome. <laughs> Pitch, what'd you play? Sounds like I you played pl- Titanfall 2. Yeah, I, I, played a, I played a couple things before uh, we went to the hospital. I played some Division with Kelk, FIFA with Kelk and Doom, Titanfall 1 with Doom and Kelk, and then the, the Titanfall 2 stress test. I played one game, and then it just like dropped me out my like Xbox reset. So I was like, I don't, I don't feel like going back into it. I have a feel for it. I don't want to overkill it because I'm pretty sure we're going to get it. Yeah, right. the so, we we're gonna talk about it a little more, but real quick, what do you remember? What you played? Did you play the bounty hunt, or did you play the pilot versus pilot mode? I, I um no, I played hardpoint. Okay, okay, so yeah, we'll you, we'll talk. Actually, yeah, we'll yeah. talk some more later on. I like yeah. that they pulled they pulled the um, PVP and turned it into the pilot versus pilot. <laughs> yeah, so how myself? I played some uh, GTA Online, uh, Halo Master Chief. Uh, some Forza Horizons 2. I uh, beat the game. Nice. And Minecraft on the computer. So, are you getting back? <laughs> you, are you getting back into uh, Forza? Yeah, it was good. I wanted to get on and play some more. I had a good time, um, you know, with the races and stuff that I completed. But I know there's a bunch of other side races, and I think they had some additional con- uh, races that you can continue with after. You finally do the last race, uh, or what they say is the end game race. Uh, there's still additional content that you can race and stuff like that. So I wanted to get back and finish those two, kind of get a little bit closer to that 100%. I will say I'm I'm very excited for the the off road portions of, of Forza Horizon Three. Mm. Um, I mean we have so much fun doing the off road stuff in two. Yeah, I can't wait to get into three and have Pigeon in there with us to knock get him around. to do a barrel roll. Yeah, I think it's gonna get a little crazy. <laughs> Can't Anything wait to that involves pigeon and racing and gets crazy. Can't wait to Xbox One S plays it. <laughs> I told my wife like How'd six hours, six hours after she gave birth. I was gonna say, did you squeeze that in as she was <laughs> as she was pushing? You're like, oh, by the way, it was she was holding her baby. It was like six hours, and I was like, she had this peaceful baby sleeping. I did the, like the typical commercial, like the baby sleeping, so you can't get mad at me, right? She's like, what? I'm like, you'll be happy. I sold my Xbox One. She's like, 
what did you do? <laughs> you got something that you say is going to be better than the other one, isn't it? I'm like, yep, I did. And I told my <laughs> Xbox One. And then she just dropped it from there, but I know she's pretty pissed. Mm. Nice. But hey, there's a new baby, so got a happy, happy time. I just got to find the same TV in the uh, 4K. <laughs> same frame and everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, uh, hey, babe, does this look a little bit different? No, so, I don't know. It looks about. different on here. <laughs> still an LG TV. It's flat screen. It's the same. Yeah, I oh, can't boy. tell. It's not getting hot though. <laughs> that changed. <laughs> I installed an AC unit in the back of it. <laughs> uh, Sony news: Several No Man's Skies players on the PS4 request refunds from Sony due to crashes, misleading marketing, and claims that the game gave them motion sickness. Oh my gosh! Boo hoo! This game has been getting so much bad publicity. According to uh, Calc, the refund policy detailed <laughs> on the PlayStation's website, uh, players can request a refund within 14 days of purchase and if they haven't started downloading or streaming the game. What? Downloading? Yeah, I guess for digital copy. Hmm. Oh, so, well, get the digital with it. So they're saying... No, no, no. So they're saying if you've purchase the game or pre-ordered but you didn't enact the download yet you can get your money back uh games that players have begun downloading or streaming can only be refunded if the content is faulty which these ps4 players will argue is the case well yeah that falls under the uh misleading marketing right <clears throat> i had a feeling this game was gonna not <laughs> get off to a hot start it's they, no. they pretty much promised the sky and delivered wow. <laughs> delivered somewhere in the middle. Dude, my uh, my buddy got this game, and this is what he said. Okay, I asked him if he got No Man's Sky. He says, "I did. It's awesome. It's such a massive game, but it doesn't feel overwhelming because there aren't really missions. It's just explore and go where you want. And it's a very different game than that he ever played." Yeah, but see, Scotchy and I had a conversation about that. Like, I like that part of it. I like a simple version that allows you to go anywhere and do anything but it doesn't allow you to do anything in the aspect of what are you going to do search a planet and scan rocks and look at animals i mean that's going to get boring after the 20 or 30 hours like i said i mean you need something that's along the lines of minecraft you need to be able to build or explore in manners that every new planet is new and refreshing well that was the um i guess i was watching uh spamfish streaming on twitch and he was uh, when he was playing, I guess he was like eight or ten hours in. And he said that it's already kind of boring because he knows he can go to any planet and just get the same exact resources. Yep. Yeah. On every single planet. He's like, maybe if there was like an option where you couldn't get these resources in this area of the universe or something and you had to travel somewhere else, it made it a little bit more. OK, I can't get the fuel oh, I from thought, my ships. I thought so every I have planet to had about. different resources. It, it might have different It does, but, but it it needs diamonds. Do you know what I mean? Like in Minecraft, do you know how excited we get when we find diamonds? Mm-hmm. Yeah. For our kids? Yeah, or our kids. But that's what No Man's Sky needs. It needs a planet that offers diamonds. And I get it, excited for stairs. And they got to be very far <laughs> and few. And on top of that, I think you need to be able to build bases and stuff like that. It's just, I, I don't know. I called it. I, I think it's an. it probably is a really fun and nice game, but it doesn't have the longevity. No Man's Sky 2 will be better. <laughs> uh, PlayStation Plus gets a $10 bump, and that's per year price hike starting September 22nd. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's the first hike since its launch in 2010. I think. Did you ever get your PS Plus renewed? No, I should probably do it before September 22nd. Dude, you missed out on some good games. Games from a couple months ago. Yeah, but this is, I mean, this is inevitable, right? You would think they have to up the price. Yeah. Yeah. What what additional content uh, are they giving us? Nothing. Nothing. I mean, they're on par now with Microsoft, right? Yeah, Microsoft was 60 bucks a year. But every time that Microsoft did a little bump, they said, okay, we're doing a bump, but we're offering a little bit more. Yeah, what did they offer? Games of Gold. They were doing this before Games of Gold for a lesser what? price. Oh, yeah, of course. Maybe they're increasing the servers. That's what I'm wondering. Like, they have to be offering something for that $10 bump, not just saying, sorry, guys, yeah, we're just, you know, cost of living price hike, 10 bucks a year. Those data centers get expensive. And hot. <laughs> yeah. That's why they all <laughs> locate them in the desert. Sony has announced the DualShock 4 USB wireless adapter, allowing plug-and-play. Actually, sorry, just to go back to that. Are they starting to do them underwater now, too, Kelk? Yeah, Microsoft has Microsoft been is. experimenting. <laughs> yeah. Why? They have the cloud. Mm. Oh. The cloud's <laughs> not enough. They need to go underwater now. Isn't it in the air? <laughs> they have floating servers, or flying servers. <laughs> uh, sorry, okay, back to that. Sony has announced a DualShock for USB wireless adapter allowing plug and play use of your PS4 controller on a PC or Mac without having to jug- juggle with cables or third party drivers. Uh, the adapter launches early September for $25. Once connected, the adapter can enable every feature of the DualShock 4, including the controller's unique touchpad, light bar, and motion sensor for any games that support those functions. Yeah, you, you need that light bar. Yeah. <laughs> That's a that's a vital component of that controller. I think this is funny because the PS4 controller is already Bluetooth. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, yes. Why would you need the adapter? Why not just use the Bluetooth yep. authority in most of the computers? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a good point. Why not just have a driver for the I PC? Think, yeah, because I think they they, ha- they do have a driver, um, but it's kind of like sketchy. Uh, okay. So I think this is just going to take. This is essentially like a driver you could download, but it's twenty five bucks. Hmm. But what's weird about this well not weird about this microsoft did this too they did do this event their original uh port for the pc was a a driver bar just like this but now i think their new controllers being bluetooth you don't need this yeah that's what a lot of people still just use wire though i think a lot of people use the 360 controller still yes Yeah. yeah now you guys both have the ps4 and I, I know you don't play with the ps4 as much but i mean do you guys really like the controller or do you think the xbox one is that much more superior especially especially with the elite controller now i think the elite controller is but i do like the ps4 controller i like that i've had the uh, ps4 controller granted i don't use it as much but i haven't had to worry about it break breaking or getting the uh, thumbstick drift okay so yeah i never had that problem but the, the build quality is so much better Okay. Okay. Except for the Elite controller. That's 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 top. That's top yeah. of the line. Again, and then... the only thing I hate about the Elite controller is that it broke all of my headsets. The <laughs> the one the one thing I Shit. the one time I did use the <laughs> the DualShock like I always felt like my thumbs were a little bit more cramped or forced into a position that I didn't feel comfortable with. Yeah, because you have the hands the size of LeBron James, right? <laughs> <laughs> See, now I I'd asked or I uh, said that myself and um, I read somewhere that they it's it's a further reach for your thumbs okay right and they said that they did that purposefully so that your hands had to stretch instead of being 
tight and together cramped. and cramped. Okay. Right? Okay. So they wanted you to have to reach for the thumbsticks to to like pull your hands or you know stretch them out a little bit. Yeah. But yeah. I do I do like the uh, staggered on the Xbox One controllers. But as far as the light bar and the touchpad, I they could the, they could have put a camera in that instead. Well, yeah, I like the light bar being at the the end, just because the Xbox controllers, when you're playing in the dark, kind of they do get kind of light uh-huh. or bright in your face. Um, but the one thing that I'll, I'll agree with you, I don't, the touchpad doesn't do anything for me. Yeah, um, I barely. But use also, it. I've I've heard a lot of PS4 players that are like, oh, you know what? I got to say, GTA Five on the PlayStation is so much better than the Xbox because the controller. When the ch- cops were chasing you, you hear the cop noise in the controller, like the wow, wow, coming through the little speaker. Yeah, mm-hmm. didn't the Wii do that? The Wii controllers had the noise. Yeah, but I'm too? like, uh, that doesn't. I, I don't know if that would make or break buying the game no. or the console for me. Hey, I mean, but, I, I've said it before, and I don't mean to always hate on the PlayStation. Yes, I, you do, you liar. If Sony would love to give me one to actually play some of these PlayStation games, I'd like to try out some of the stuff. Um, mine. I mean, I want to. Tr- I want to play Uncharted. Yeah. I want to play the God of Wars. I want to play Last of Us. I mean, I'm l- excited for Horizons. You know, Zero Dawn. It's it's just I don't have one, so I can't really vouch for the PlayStation stuff. Right, and you're not getting one anytime soon. Yeah, I'm just not going to. Maybe sp- I'm not. I'm not going to spend the money on it. I've I've just got. I don't have enough time right now to invest into all the backlog of Microsoft stuff I have. Right. Maybe if they came out with a slimmer console. Speaking of, PS4 Slim reportedly leaked. I think it was by our own Pigeon Begley. <laughs> Just now. <laughs> How much is it? Do we know? Uh, no. What would make you buy it? Yeah. What would... Well, that, that's the thing. I mean, a, a, a 299 PS4, I would love to get. I just financially can't justify it because of the time. I mean, if, if, if the show gets bigger and bigger and, you know, we're kind of forced into the the avenue of having to try these out if if people start sending us uh review copies and things like that i'd be more than happy to give you know playstation a shot yeah i uh my wife asked me she's like why do you got a ps4 and simply put is the exclusive that's on the console like you said uncharted the god of wars the uh oh, what's the one that's from the last of us like those games i want to play yep all my other games except for far cry because that came with the game but except for Far Cry, is um, everything else is on Xbox One because I play multiplayer with you guys. Yeah, and some and some right. of their little ones too. What is that one game? Like what is it? Alienation and uh, Hell Divers stuff like that. I like also. I like those Hell- those thumbstick shooters and you know the Hell Divers uh, sucked. <laughs> but I mean those are those are games I would like to give a shot too. So that's why I was saying if if we can get review copies of that type of stuff, I would be more than happy to give it a shot. Well, the seller has, uh, sorry, the uh, an online auction currently has a redesigned slimmer model of the console listed for sale. Uh, the seller has several images of the boxed console, including in its listing uh, and provided by Polygon and unboxed, or with unboxed photos of the hardware, which features a thinner design and rounded edges. It looks exactly the same. Yeah, it really does. Yeah, it's still, mean, it still has that uh, eraser slanted angle on it. <laughs> yeah, the old pink Yeah, eraser. like how... Um, like if you think about it, how much slimmer could have gotten because there was no power supply except for just that one. I was going to say that the PS4 was pretty small in comparison yeah. to Xbox One, wasn't it? Yeah. So this has got to be this has got to have some kind of jump in, you know, loading speed. I was going to say width and depth. I thought were very similar to Xbox. It was just height that was a lot shorter. How's the um? How's the fan? Do you guys like notice? It, it yeah, it's 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 loud. It's I mean it's not real loud, but you can hear it. 
and not it like does old get 360 loud. I was gonna say that thing no. was like a helicopter. Airport loud. <laughs> no. no, um, but if you installed your games, it didn't run that loud. Mm. No, the 360, but this, um, it does get hot. It gets real hot. Okay. Microsoft news. Uh, Gears of Four Wars hype and story twists. Mm. Uh, predictions of the storyline, guys? Yeah, I got, I, I got one. I, I was telling Pigeon. The yeah, one we night. were talking about this. I, right. I just added this in there. I just want to get see what your opinion is, Scott. Come on, bring it. Go ahead, Calc. Oh, yeah, go ahead, Calc. No, uh, I mean plot. You know, <laughs> plot. Not, not really a plot twist or any <laughs> kind of spoiler. It, I think uh, Marcus Phoenix dies at the end of uh, Gears Four. Nope. I think his son dies at the end and you take over as Marcus Venus for Gears 5. <laughs> so kind of like like the whole uh, Kratos and the the God of War how he's like shows up with the long gray-haired beard. Mm-hmm. You you think that they actually will off Phoenix's son JD. Mm-hmm. Oh, come on. And then you play as like a pissed off Marcus Phoenix. Yeah. That would be yep. a cool twist, but I think it's going to be the other way. I think it's, it's going to be the predictable Marcus gives his life to save his kid. What do you think, think, Scott? Who's going to be right? Me or stupid? I think. <laughs> see, I think it's the other way. Well, I don't think it's completely the you other way. You think they're both going to die? Dom comes back. Yeah. You I'm actually can pre order the game and get Zombie Dom. Yeah, did you see the Zombie Dom? <laughs> I haven't <laughs> I seen it see. yet. I've been looking for it. Yeah, there's a picture of it with like. Oh, jeez. I think two of the weapons are like gold plated. There's a different skin and then uh, something to do with Zombie Dom. See, I was thinking Zombie Dom comes back and bites both of them and they all become zombies and they just kind of go into that type of storyline. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> all right, Capybara Games uh, Below, uh, which was last set to release this summer, has been delayed once again without a new release window or date announced. What comes out first, Below or Cuphead? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Cuphead. I, I put this in the notes because I, I, I was waiting for someone to bring a Cuphead. This is this is terrible. I mean, although the more I look at this game, it's more of a game like, I mean, this would be a good game to get for the loaded couch. It it would be. I was I was just thinking that as well. This is one I think that we all need to experience. So we should definitely you know make this part of a group buy. It it, it looks a lot like the old Zelda. I mean, it's got that yeah. top down dungeon exploration, except this one has precisely du- generated, and it's like. Uh, fail safe like if you die you're done yeah it's got like a little bit of like diablo 3 hardcore mode sprinkled into it like i think there's some rpg elements to it but yeah it's got the permadeath also right yeah it's not I think down though I, is it it's yeah it, it's like, it ice, like a side scroller isometric no it's kind of like it's more like it's between top down and isometric it's kind of like at a higher angle now right, do, but do really you pulled away yeah, very yeah. far away. Your character is super small. Yeah, he's like I don't really like. tiny, which, yeah, exactly. I don't know how that's going to play. I mean, it might play okay on the bigger TV, but every video I've watched, you have to squint to basically see your, to oh see your gosh. guy. Oh, my gosh. Maybe they're delaying it for VR, for HoloLens. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do, are you guys okay with the delaying of games to make sure that they're absolutely 100% worth the money that you would you know pay for them? Or, I am. I am, but don't, don't give hard dates. As, that's what I was going to say. I'm with you on that with the I am okay with it, but you never see this with like Nintendo. Yeah. Because they never come out and say, okay, this well, is the actual well, date. Zelda. They do. Zelda's been delayed two years. Do you also think this is a mm-hmm. case of PR getting in the way of 
actually well, we kind of said that before, right? Yeah, actually producing quality product. Like, uh, you know, basically Microsoft, what, two years ago now at E3 was like, all right, we need a sizzle reel. We need to show stuff to hype people up. So we're going to show Cuphead and we're going to show Below. But these games were like nowhere near ready. E- even inside, inside, mm-hmm. you know, just came out. Well, I'm assuming more along the lines with these because they're not exactly the large, you know, money holding companies. They kind of do smaller uh, reveals yeah. at game show or game, like cons and stuff and conventions. But I think that on top of that, I think it is that. But I think Microsoft also has stepped in on all these to say, hey, this is exclusive to our console. We're not going to OK and approve it to come out with what you have. Let us help out and we'll we'll add more to it because that's what they did with Cuphead. Supposedly right. Cuphead was just like a, a boss fight type of game. And they added the whole platforming, the whole uh, Super Mario's choose your path and your your levels. They redid the entire sound for the game I read. So, I mean, they're putting some big money. That's what has me scared about Sea of Thieves. I'm afraid Sea of Thieves was shown way too early, just like they did with Crackdown. And now we're going to be waiting. I, I don't think Sea of Thieves is going to hit a early 2017. I think it's right. going to be uh, summer or fall. I my prediction is Cuphead's first. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Wait, that's what I said too, right? Yeah. Games were I cool. Think that's what I said. <laughs> yeah. Games. Right to it. Um, <laughs> Microsoft is getting in the streaming game uh, into the streaming game with the purchase of Beam. Uh, the platform not only allows people to share their gameplay, but is built for interactivity. Yeah. This was um, this was a couple weeks old, but I'm because Kelk wasn't on the show last week. I wanted to get his opinion on what he thinks about it. Right now, uh, just real quick, help before you jump in. Uh, Rare's upcoming Sea of Thieves will feature the ability to jump between multiplayer, multiple players, and crews from the same stream. Hmm. Okay, so you you have the ability as while you watch the stream, you can also choose the player that you're watching. So, if, so see, I see, see, this is I guess this is going to be integrated with Xbox soon. Yeah, well, the cool thing about Beam that makes it a little different than Twitch. So two things. One, it has almost zero latency. So Yeah, for chat, too. That's great. Their chat and the streaming ability is like literally something like a half a second delay. And it was started up by an 18-year-old. Yeah. Did you see the interview with this kid? He's got to be sitting on some bank now. Hopefully he didn't get screwed over. Yeah. There's zero latency, which is really exciting for multiple reasons, but supposedly... Beam has an API uh, software that can be coded and implemented into these games that are coming out. So I guess like Sea of Thieves would implement this API. And that allows this multiple switching and interaction within the game. So I was, I, the easiest way I can explain it too, I was saying to Pigeon the one day was, say you're playing Crackdown and you got a bunch of people watching your stream and it's multiplayer. You could actually have one of your mods or one of your off-screen, you know, supporters give a poll, like, what should Scotch do? Or how should we affect Scotch's environment? And you could literally have people vote in real time to destroy a building or destroy a bridge, and it would, like, alter the path that you'd have to take. See, now that's more of the lines where I thought this was going, but I like, or Pigeon's idea, I have a question about with it, you know, you can switch between the different characters, like, on the ship in Sea of Thieves to see what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Is do they have to be on beam themselves to be able to or, do that? Or do we all have to be streaming on beam? Yeah. 
or is it if I'm if I'm streaming and you guys are just in my party, can they go to you? That's interesting because that's almost like the the party chat during uh, streaming. You'd almost mm-hmm. you'd have to almost give permission for somebody to switch and view what so, you're doing. Right. That's got to be difficult. Like like, like basically a privacy setting. Like if if calculators. Sorry, good. I was gonna say like if you're not streaming. Would you want somebody to switch and hop and view what you're doing? Well, I think if you're in the game, there's game. yeah, there's the option where I think they could technically do this because it's all happening in that world on that server anyway. Yeah. But like you said, with the permission of it, maybe there's the permissions. But uh, my other thing is with uh, what you were saying, with having people be able to, isn't that kind of like the interactivity with uh, Twitter and um, uh, crap, what's that soccer game? The uh, FIFA? One, no, no, no. The one that we played, it was like the, uh, oh my God, it's that old 8-bit look with the little tiny characters. You can be the breakfast oh, with the bacon on the edge. I darp. I darp. I darp. I darp. I darp. I darp. Yeah. Isn't that that kind of interaction too where you could use uh, Twitter to change somebody's game? Yeah, I guess that's... It, it is. Like I mean, I darp, I'm sure, had quite the latency, but the, this beam is supposed to be like instant. You could literally have a poll and do choice A, B, C, or D, and people would vote in real time and they could alter the uh, the gameplay. Right. So there's still some unknowns that we don't know about. But I think it's yeah. it's a big it's a big smart investment over just buying Twitch, you know, something like that. Yeah. So Microsoft can kind of mold it to their system. Sure. Instead of having, you know, like Amazon bought Twitch and cuz it's just already there. Yeah, they don't have to do much to it. So Microsoft yeah, yeah. can kind of teach its way to the Xbox consoles. Yep. Uh, Games with Gold for the Xbox One, we're going to have Earthlock, it's the Festival of Magic, and Assassin's Creed Chronicles. I'm actually China. I'm actually glad you, you put this in the notes. So, Pigeon, have you looked at Earthlock, Festival of Magic? It's turn-based, I don't like it. It's identical to Final Fantasy. So I was curious if you had any any. Oh, interest. what? Older, older Final Fantasies, right? Yes, it's turn-based, uh, just like Child of Light, stuff like that. Yeah, I'm not interested. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, for the Xbox 360, it's going to be Mirror's Edge and Forza Horizon. You going to uh, give Horizons a shot? Um, it doesn't have any off-roading, I think, in the first one. I'd rather one. play uh, the Fast and Furious than the older ones. Okay. Maybe, maybe this will be my backwards Kentucky. There you go. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> uh, Nintendo news. Uh, NX rumors again. NX will be called the Nintendo Focus. Ooh, and will be revealed September 21st for a March 10th, 2017 release date. So last week when I was editing the show for you guys, I heard you talking about the NX stuff. So the rumor is that the handheld controller has the camera on the backside, right? Yes. So they're really going to push this augmented reality with the controller. So, and kind of Pokemon was the intro to that, even though it's not the same company I know, Pitch. Yeah, but ex- you're exactly right. That's the first thing I thought of. So how they tried to push Pokemon Go on the cell phones where you can hold it up and have the augmented reality. Yeah. That's exactly what they're going to be doing with this controller, too. Right. That's my thought. Uh, it will launch with uh, five flagship games that include Super Smash Bros. Four Focus, which I'm not sure what that is. Super Smash Bros. Melee HD. Okay. Pokemon Gold and Silver for Virtual Console. F-Zero 2, or is that Squared? squared maybe Squared. Uh, and The Legend of Zelda uh, Breath of the Wind. Wild, sorry. I'm, okay. So I'm not a Nintendo fanboy, but I'm really right. excited for Zelda. 
everything I've seen, I really want to get Zelda. The Super Smash Brothers. I'd like to give the Pokemon a shot. I never got into the Pokemon. Yeah. I don't know why. I, just, I couldn't. Did you see the Pokemon uh, fighting game for the Wii U? It's kind of like Tekken. No. My son downloaded the demo. It's actually really cool. It's like a Pokemon arena, like fighter. Sure. It's pretty cool. If you po- get, if you Pokemon get, tournament. Yeah. If you get a, a chance, oh, okay. if you get a chance, check it out. My son has been sitting behind me the last couple of days while I work from home. And he downloaded the Star Fox uh, demo. Right. He's loving it. He's been begging me to buy yeah. Star Fox. And that's the one where you can transition between uh, the, the chicken. chicken yeah. The, the chicken walker yeah. tank. I turned around and saw ship. him like flying a ship. And it has like the silhouette of the fox with his ears like in the, right. in the HUD. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I was kind of waiting to talk to you guys about it and see if you know you know anything on it but i i told him i'm like i'm not gonna be dropping 60 bucks on a Star Fox game especially because mm-hmm. i'm really nervous now too you guys said like the wii u games aren't gonna work with this uh this new nx, NX yeah. right but i'm curious if the nx games will work with the wii u i don't think so is isn't it funny too how everything comes kind of full circle where this next generation coming now you have nintendo is saying yeah, we're sorry, but your back your back catalog's not going to work, and we're going to go forward with a new product. And then you have Microsoft, and even Sony, I think, are both saying, "Hey, we're going to release these new consoles, but your controllers and your old games are still going to work on the new console." Right. When it was always Nintendo, like what was it? It's like GameCube and N sixty four. Like, yeah, that you could use in the original Wii. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh boy, Nintendo yeah, It is just... kind of a strange twist. <laughs> yes, it is. All right, the Smash for Focus will allegedly include all 3DS and Wii U content, as well as Wolf, P- uh, Pichu, Ice Climbers, and Shovel Knight characters. Okay. The F-Zero sequel is supposedly being helmed by Retro Studios. Uh, in addition to those titles, there are five others that were mentioned as launch window games for NX. Uh, these are Super Mario Focus, Animal Crossing Election Year, Pikmin 4, that's uh, a port of Pokemon Sun and Moon, and a new IP called Pillow. Yeah, Pillow. Pillio. Pillio, maybe. Uh, from uh, Good Feel, uh, they made the Yoshi Woolly World. Okay, that's that's exciting. Right. Hmm. We're in the Pillio. Yeah, I'm be releasing a new character as well. I don't know. I'm scared. I feel like there's going to be a lot of big investment needed on this new NX. I I just, I think they're going to have great IP. They always have Mm -hmm. great IP. But are you ready to drop another four or five hundred dollars into a new a a new Nintendo console and new Nintendo game? I mean, you're always going to want that that core five or six games. So. Yeah. Well, like I said, I'm already kind of disappointed with the fact that it's not going to have some playability with the Wii U. Because, I mean, we bought the Wii, we bought the Wii U, and I like the fact that I could bring all that stuff over and play them. I'm going to be kind of disappointed that I'm not going to be able to do that with the new NX. Yeah, you you and may, you, you may, I was years. going to say, you might be hesitating like I did with the Wii U, and yeah. you may be a, a full-time 3DS only player. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, multi-platform news, Titanfall 2 pre-order sales are abysmal. Yeah, there's... I mean, there's a lot more. There's an update I put in here in the notes too. Uh, you can uh, the total number yeah, got accumulated for 12 weeks from launch was 255,000 across all platforms. I th- I think I think this goes with a lot of people though. Hopefully, are getting smarter at shopping. I mean, there's mm-hmm. there's a lot of look at take No Man's Sky. We talked about that earlier. Sure. Uh, 
I think people are just hesitant. I mean, even you, me, and Pigeon, we've said we want Horizons 3, but I think we're going to all hold off on it at first. And, right, and, and I, that's the thing. I think there are people were waiting to see what the uh, the demo play, like that you guys were, to get the feedback for that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I put a note in here. I put an update. Uh, they respawn, released a statement today, I guess, on their blog. And basically, mm-hmm. their multiplayer manager and developer had a bunch of bullet points and comments. They they did listen to a lot of the feedback on Titanfall 2. And I was I was kind of letting Pigeon get his input earlier on in the show. Yeah. I heard a lot of the opposite, and even I agree. I thought it played a lot slower than the first one. Oh, really? Yeah. The Now, that said, the grapple hook is awesome. I love the grapple. I think the grapple used the right way. You can slingshot yourself very fast. But what a lot of people noticed was you couldn't link your wall running to gather speed like the first one. The map was too spread open, so there was none of that verticality and I'll agree with that. and chaos. A lot of people felt the game was adjusted and tuned to play a lot like Call of Duty and not so much like Titanfall. Ooh. They gave it a lot of insults because the, the Titans themselves felt weaker. They didn't all come with the standard shield. The rodeo kills were no longer rodeo kills. You have to remove the battery pack to take the energy away. There was a, basically the feedback was really brutal on this and they listened to a lot of it. So they, with each bullet point, they gave a developer comment back and they said right away out of the gate, they're going to increase the airspeed and the wall speed. They also found an issue where you're, you couldn't link the wall running to get faster speed. So they, they pretty much came right out and said they, they saw the feedback and said they're going to speed the game up. So that's a good thing. Yeah, I'm I th- still kind of nervous about the verticality or the vertical option of play. Their their statement was, "Don't be swayed by the one map that they released." They said there's okay. a lot of maps that are coming that they didn't show yet that are traditional Titanfall maps. I was gonna say because that was huge on some boards where if you just had that uh, that higher ground. Oh, I loved. I it, my, it made my, it more of a challenge to get up and take that person down, and that's kind of fun to me for some reason. Yeah. It's just trying to. It's like almost like a puzzle. Yeah, my my favorite maps were the city maps, the real yeah. tight like buildings everywhere. The map that they gave in the tech uh, demo, the one map was literally like a wide open field with a couple buildings and a couple trees, and it was very expansive. Okay. So it was it, it was hard. Yes, battlefield esque. It was hard to get a lot of wall running going. You had to right. pretty much use your grapple hook to catch buildings and slingshot yourself. Now, Pidge, with the grapple hook talk, does that remind you of your fave or the gameplay of it? Did he leave again? We we may have lost. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, what, what 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 game were you referring to? Why can't I think of it now? They just came out with it again. It's the one where you can fly around with the wingsuit and use the grapple hook to go everywhere, and you just blow stuff up the whole time. Oh shit! Yeah, I know. Uh, Pitch plays the crap out of it. Just, time. just cause. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's pretty I was wondering cool. If it kind of had that feel to it. It doesn't. Did you go, play Just Cause at all? I didn't, but it doesn't go as far as I think he was saying. Like you have to be probably a good like fifty yards away from something. Sure. But, but you you hold the left bumper and it shoots it, and you hold the left bumper, and there's a little bit of lag in the beginning, kind of like the gear system's winding up. And then it pulls mm-hmm. you fast. And when it pulls you fast, at the end of it, you can release the bumper and hit the double jump button. 
and it will fly. And it will fly and catapult you even further. Okay. But they, so good that does kind of have that just cause feel where that you can use it as a mm-hmm. big I my now my uh, my positive to it was I thought the weapons felt really good. Like Okay. Like I said, maybe it felt very Call of Duty-ish to people, but maybe yep. it was just the weapons that they were letting you use. But I thought the weapons felt really good. It just felt very slow to me. Mm. Okay. Uh, every multiplayer map in Battlefield 1 features dynamic weather. This includes subtle things like the sun emerging from the clouds, which might be a nice look. Uh, or, sorry, nice to look at, but doesn't change gameplay all that much. Hmm. I don't know if I'd agree with that. Yeah, I mean, you got your typical sun glare. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. I mean, if you're hiding, you're like, oh, nice, it's nice and shady here. And then all of a sudden you go to take a shot and the sun pops out. Well, not not even that. You do the airplane f- fighting, you know, the Red Baron. You lose somebody up in the sun. Oh, uh, true. Yep. You know, that could be a. Yeah, I'm, I'm always for dynamic weather. I think it's a mm-hmm. great thing. Uh, on the other end, uh, there will be a major weather system changes such as fog. Uh, when the fog is dense enough, a map that normally has long sight lines might morph into a close quarters arena since players can't see as well. Excuse me. Uh, the weather effects come and go, they said. Uh, so you won't have to face the conditions all the time. I think, I think again, that's another good thing because yeah, why not? I know some people that aren't big fans of Battlefield. Like, you know, you and I love Battlefield, but I know some of the called, I think Pigeon wasn't a real big fan of it because it was it, too big. It felt him. too big and too expansive, right. but. Yeah, this is cool. I mean, because then you you pretty much get some fog to roll in, and you can do away with all those people that just camp and snipe. And sure. And now you have that close quarter combat. It makes you more well rounded, I think. In the now, now that we just literally talked about two of the first person shooter games that right. we've always been, you know, thinking about coming up this fall. I think I'm really excited to play Battlefield One more so than I am Titanfall Two right now. Is that because you've played? Titanfall 2? It, it could be because I did play it, but I was kind of on the fence with that thought before even playing Titanfall. Mm-hmm. I think I was ready to get back into a World War One slash World War II type of FPS game. And I always did okay. love Battlefield 3 when we played. Yeah, I, yeah. And I think the fact that Titanfall 2 is going to have its little hiccups out of the gate, I'd, I'd be very comfortable with saying let's wait on Titanfall 2. Um, maybe till around Christmas time. And I know Pigeon was saying earlier, he's like, oh, we'll just wait for Battlefield 1 to come out on EA Access. That's the type of game I, I don't see myself waiting over a year for that to come out for free. Mm. I, th- I think that's the one Battlefield game I do want to get back into. Okay. All right, I can see that. Uh, Gamescom 2016 Awards. Best add-on slash DLC was Destiny Rise of Iron. Okay. Uh, best preview slash vision was horizon zero dawn yeah i'm I'm, like i said i'm excited i I would love to give this one a shot uh best console game sony playstation 4 was for honor Mm, i still think it's a rise ripoff best console game microsoft xbox one was sea of thieves yep yep, i could see that (laughs) best console game nintendo wii u legend of zelda breath of the wild yep has me hype (laughs) best role-playing game final fantasy xv (laughs) pigeon pigeon's favorite yeah, uh, best racing game Forza uh, Horizons three, of course. Mm-hmm. Best action game Battlefield one, and best sports game Steep. Steep is that um that like snowboard extreming one, right? Do you you yeah. remember that one? Yep, that's that looked really good. That's the one I think too. Unfortunately, that didn't that uh that girl die filming the yeah, co- yeah. the commercial for it. 
Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Uh, best social and online game, uh, Gwent, uh, the Witcher card game. So l- let me cut in here. Do you have any desire to give this a sh- this a shot? And would would Whiskers give this a shot too? I can show her in game and see what she thinks, and come uh, get back to you about it. Because I, I know it doesn't have the the big name like you know um, Game of Thrones. That's what I was kind of a little bit worried about, just because I know like the the attachment she has with Game of Thrones as to why that was so appealing. But I think I don't know. The, the Witcher has such a rich history though to it too, mm-hmm. and from what I've seen, I think this might be a digital card game that she likes. Okay. So yeah, show her some video. I'd be curious to see if she was interested in that. Uh, the best multiplayer game, Sea of Thieves. Best hardware, PlayStation VR. Uh, Indie Award was Little Nightmares. Uh, Consumer Award was Battlefield 1. And best at of Gamescom was uh, Legends of Zelda Breath of the Wild. I'm, I'm interested having her, heard all this because I think this reinforces my Battlefield 1 thought. Yeah, um, it's not, yeah now that I see that as well, I'm kind of uh, curious. Yeah, we're just just gonna have to persuade the other guys, maybe one or two of them, to get it. I think that we'll have no problem so much with Doom as the other two. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, your beer, you're still yay. Yeah, still yay. All right, this German ale, um, the Kolsch, is uh, it's 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 tasty, and uh, I'll definitely give that a yay as well. So uh, let's get another beer though, and now uh, we'll be back with the Brown Breeze. <sighs> Swingers Golf Clubs, the club that adds a little extra company to your golf bag. Some clubs available are the Stranger, the Snatch Hooker, the Tight Grip, the Steel Shaft. With Swingers Golf Clubs, you'll be ready to whip your balls into the next closest hole. All right, we're back with the Brown Breeze section of the show. I think it might just be the two of us. Uh, Pigeon Peggy he might stop in when he has a chance. Um, but, Gautic, are you uh, still doing your farmhouse? Yeah, I'm rounding out the night with the farmhouse ale. Okay, I uh, changed up to the uh, my local Weiss uh, Saranac again um, by the Matt Brown Company. It's a German wheat ale uh, out of Utica, New York, five point two percent alcohol, which is funny that their other German was five point two as well. So I don't know if I missed this earlier in the night. Did so? Did uh, did Whiskers get you a uh, like a mix pack, or did she just go in and like build her own pack? Because you've got quite the nice variety there. It was just these three that she brought home. I don't know if uh, they had a pick your own or if she had the other three while she was there okay. uh, for the um, the party and stuff, but she just brought these three bottles home. So, so what is, is Saranac right up there, like up in Finger Lakes by where she was? Yeah, I think Utica is pretty close up in that area. Okay. Yeah, it is. I mean, I went up to Finger Lakes and remember Utica, so. Right. Yeah, I, didn't, I don't, she said she just went to a, uh, the, the bar, not the bar, but the liquor store that was closest to the store. Okay. Yeah, and they had the Saranac available. So she's like, I hadn't seen you drink or drink those, so I figured I'd get them for you. Okay. And it worked out, yeah. In the Diary of the Mouth, the easy feed from Gosh, uh, the automatic pet feeder that integrates with Amazon to automatically order more food when you're running low. Good God. Uh, the easy feed is an automatic food and water dispenser that not only lets you ensure that your cats and dog or dog is always properly nourished, but also lets you video chat with your furry friend when you're not at home. They oh should God. they should make this thing into like a little uh, little robot that holds your your food of uh, <laughs> your little dish of food for your animal and has like a little follows it around a little like display screen on the face so that you, your your face comes up on there when you call in a remote. 
It's your pet's personal butler. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, Easy Feed also makes pet training a bit easier. As the, mo- as the microphone embedded in the automatic feeder lets you practice commands, if they abide by your demands, you can have the snack dispenser reward your pet with a treat. Now, I'm curious as to what this thing looks like because I know myself personally, my pit bull hates our vacuum cleaner. And oh. and if it's upright in any way like that, and like you're sitting there giving commands, my dog would probably rip this thing to pieces. <laughs> You'd be like, "Can I get the diamond plated version of this?" Piece? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my goodness, I wonder. I wonder how much it costs too. I'm gonna assume it's like 150. Wow. So we it's got you. It's got a Wi-Fi built in with a camera and a microphone, and I guess it's just a camera and microphone for you. You're not going to give them, or they're not going to give the cats a screen, right? Or the dogs. No. So this is like the Amazon Echo built into your dog food or cat food <laughs> yeah. bowl. Yeah, exactly. Artificial intelligence. But in it also the, knows when it gets bowl. low enough to reorder. Yeah, it's. Oof. Todd Van uh, Luling. Yeah, Luling looks right. Uh, went on a search for the actress who originally played Carmen Sandiego on the PBS television show. Where in time is Carmen Sandiego? Stalker. <laughs> According to Luling, uh, although Sandiego herself was the titular character. <laughs> titular? Is that, okay. is, that, is that on Pigeon's breastfeeding show? <laughs> <laughs> the actress who played Carmen Sandiego was never given a named credit for the role. Ooh. Since San Diego has always appeared with a partially covered face to remain mysterious, it made it even more difficult to identify which actress brought the video game character to life. Uh, Van Luling's hunt took him all over the internet. Wow, he must have traveled a long distance for that. Uh, where he discovered that it was believed the actress, or that actress Janine Lamana played her. I, I mean, this sounds very creepy. Like, if you're Janine, do you really want this guy tracking you down? <laughs> like, what's the purpose of the track down? Just to know, since she never got a a named credit. So he just wants to bring her into the spotlight for, for due credit. Right. Maybe. Or maybe he was attracted to her back in the day and the mysterious you know, nature of her character and wanted to know, hmm, what she look like? Because I masturbated to her a few times. <laughs> she looks like that chick from Star Trek. What was her name? Deanna Troy or something like that? See, I was thinking it was the um, the woman from Big. Oh, he, okay. Like the one the, the one with the, the, the reddish, face. yeah, the reddish curly hair that he fell in love with. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. going to say that's kind of what it looks like. Yeah, she's but, got a little bit of that going on. But just with a big black wig, kind of looks like the wig from uh, Hook. She's got some big pearl, big pearl earrings, too. Yeah, weighing down the earlobes. Yeah. <clears throat> Have you ever heard of the poop opulence? Poop. Oh my God. Poopacopolis. Poopaca. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll let you just go with that one. The Poopacopolis. Okay. A, a man's Roomba did more smearing than sucking when his pup pooped right before its scheduled 1 30 a.m. Oh my God. <laughs> so Jesse woke up to a smelly surprise and even worse, a living room loaded with his dog's Mondo Dookie. Oh, this should go. So let me cut in here. Amazon (laughs) should invent their own Roomba, kind of like their pet feeding bowl that senses when there's shit on the floor (laughs) to not continue cleaning (laughs) or anything that kind of like smears. Oh, man. And it looks like the guy drew uh, drew a nice sketch for 
how the poop was smeared around the room. Yeah, he did like a little self diagram of uh, <laughs> you are you are here, except he's got little poop uh, annotations everywhere. I like that he color coded the uh, marker to show the poop smear line. Yeah, being brown. <laughs> he had to use a brown marker to, to illustrate <laughs> that. Oh god. Okay. Uh, questions from listeners. Our first question comes from OJ Glazer. Have seen has what? Have seen anybody that looks exactly like you? Or are you 155% one of a kind? I think this is have we seen anybody that looks exactly like us. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, we've seen two of our, our famed Kelk. Yeah. Yeah. There's... Both of them were a lot heavier. Yeah. For some, for some reason, the, uh, the clone sightings of myself seem to be the uh the additional 200 pound versions <laughs> i'm a i'm a pretty big husky guy myself but uh right. i think we've seen one at close to over 300 and plus pounds and i think the boardwalk character was rather heavy himself too yes he did he did appear that and i think uh pidge would have to say that his um lookalike would be uh tom cruise Per your son's saying so? Well, I think Pigeon has two now. He's got the Tom Cruise lookalike, and he has the um, Jim Carrey from uh, Ace Ventura with the horns. <laughs> in that, in the Eiffel Tower picture? Yes. Nice. <laughs> uh, myself, the only... Uh, my parents have a picture in their basement, that, and it, but it's like my great, great grandfather or my great 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 grandfather okay whatever uh and they along with my wife swear that it looks just like me but See, again it's a relative so that's that's really cool <laughs> like i i don't know if you know much about like my side of the, my, my family history but uh recently my father just found his mother's brother so my dad just found his uncle okay. and my grandmother was kind of orphaned when she was younger so my dad never really knew any history on my my grandmother's side. Okay. So he actually just linked up with his uncle, who is our only living blood relative on my dad's side. Oh, wow. Um, he came through our local town and left a message for the local librarian looking for my grandmother who passed away, you know, a decade ago. Sure. And said, I'm, I'm her brother and I'm looking for this person. So they relay that to my father. My father reached out and it turns out uh, my whole grandmother's side of the family, I'm Spanish because my grandmother's maiden name was Garcia. Mm -hmm. So now I have a whole blood family that lives in New Jersey that's uh, Hispanic that I'm related to. So that was pretty cool. My dad got to meet him on 4th of July this year. And on my mom's side, my mother was adopted when she was younger. So I have no clue what my mother's bloodline looks like. Now, you know me personally. I look a lot like my mother. Yep. I'd be very curious to see what my my real blood grandfather and great-grandfather looks like. Because sure. I'm, I'm sure I pulled those genes down from... From them, but yeah, I've seen some really cool, like old family history, historic photos of of people how they look like distant relatives. So you'll have to show me that picture. Right. Yeah, it's just kind of crazy because you think you're like that many generations separated, with the mixture of <clears throat> other families coming in, other you know bloodlines coming in, being mixed in. That, that the looks would change. Yeah. 
you know, of course, but and not have so much of a similarity. You're like, holy shit, I fought in the American Revolution. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that's funny that you say that because I looked kind of my name up on Google and I think there was an uh, American Revolution, um, Jeremiah McPeak that died. Wow. <laughs> yeah, strange. Pidge, we already kind of shot you out saying that you have uh, the Tom Cruise um, look or exact lookalike. And uh, Calc also <laughs> said it. the um, the Jim Carrey uh, horned picture from Ace Ventura. <laughs> <laughs> well, this, this is a funny question because I'll have to post it on Twitter. My daughter noticed some guy that looked exactly like Calc on the boardwalk. I mean, he was twice his size, but same glasses. Yeah, yeah, same everything. Yeah, we t- we talked about Boardwalk Celtic and Sheriff Celtic. Yeah, <laughs> but but both of them being uh, heavyweights in comparison. Yeah, Sheriff Kelk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a post on Twitter. It's hilarious. He like looks at me too. He's like, "Dude, I know you're there. I I know who you I are. I know you're filming me." Yeah, my name's Kelk. What are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna talk this week to do a show. All right. Well, thanks for the question at OJ Glazer. Glazer. Uh, our next question comes from at hands up lock key. Oh my God. <laughs> Jackass. Okay. Uh, were you guys ever bullied growing up? And does anyone care to share? Calc wasn't bullied. He I was a bully. Yeah. I was going to say, unfortunately, I was never bullied. Well, no, you know what? Let me take that back in grade school. Probably, probably second grade. I want to say second grade or third grade. I remember one time coming home, I used to take the bus home, crying to my parents because these two jackasses, they they were twin brothers. They used to call me Carrot Top all the time on the bus ride home. (laughs) But that was back when I had hair. Yeah, I was as carrot as ginger could be, I guess. Um, But then once I got probably to seventh and eighth grade, I actually became the bully. So... Yeah, I, f- I feel a little bad about that. I used to beat up on this one kid in town pretty regularly. And uh, how does it make you feel now, you jerk? Yeah, I feel like a douchebag now. Yeah. <laughs> I was, uh, I was, I was bullied all the way up to like ninth grade. I mean, it wasn't like severe where I get like beat downs. Like the worst part, the worst of it was like uh, you know, bigotry names and um, tripped in hallways and stuff, but no like beat downs or anything like that. And what's funny is I have three older brothers who were like in high school at the time and, you know, they want to protect me or anything. You're like, where the fuck was my backup? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I didn't have any friends back then either. Um, also, I found out this past weekend uh, that my mom was a bully. <laughs> my mom's like 5'2", you know. It's pretty, just like... pretty hardcore though. Shoving kids she, in the locker or what? No, she used to like... Um, she she made of some money with like uh, hand crutches. Oh no! Kind of like like someone who has like wrapped on their wrist and they needed to like help them walk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my the god! In front of that lady, mom, like that. mom made fun of somebody with braces and mm. and then uh, she. Uh, I can imagine was, the names you called her. No, I asked my mom those stories, and then um, no, you she calling your mom names after she told you that. <clears throat> oh, I called her. I called her a bigot. <laughs> um, she also uh, was making fun of this girl and this girl like took a swipe at her and she missed and her glasses fell off so my mom grabbed her glasses ran down the block and shoved them in a mailbox at a house you know how oh. the mailbox is on a door yeah. and my mom was standing on the steps until the girl came she's like hey, try to get your glasses now <laughs> so, the, so the girl rang the doorbell and my mom said like this 90 year old lady in this walker came to the door 
and my mom felt so terrible, and she never bullied anyone else from that on. I thought you were going to say your mom stole the walker. Yeah, my mom kicked, <laughs> my mom drop kicked the lady like Ultimate Warrior. Sweep the walker <laughs> out from underneath her. Yeah, I got your walker. <laughs> yeah. Now you got to lift this lady up to get your glasses. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, my God. But my mom felt so bad. It's like, what if the lady slipped and fell and, like, she died? It was my fault. So she stopped being a bully from now on. Instead, mm. she had, like, two kids by the time she was 17. Yeah. Hey, well, myself, no. I, 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 I mean, maybe I was. I don't remember. But I was super social when I was younger, so I got along with a lot of people. So you were a, you were a bully? I don't know if I ever really got into the bullying. I mean, maybe... He yeah. was there cheering me on when I was beating that kid up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. Probably, yeah. All right, well, thank you for the question at uh, Hands Up Lock Key. Nice. <laughs> that guy's a douchebag. Um, uh, last question comes from at Deb Sully. <laughs> okay. Uh, Scott, uh, Scotchhound, please don't move to Canada if Trump is president. Uh, I don't need another man in my life to leave me. <laughs> Would you be willing to take me with you or uh, uh, or are you moving in? Nice. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, now, I, I have to wonder, is our very own Pigeon's, um, you know, parent's first name Deb? I would assume so. I, I think this is the bully, Deb Sully. <laughs> That's incredible. Oh, my God. My daughter told, she was like, you know, uh, you know Whiskers and, and Jonas said that they would move to Canada if, if, if you know, Trump is president. I'm like, no, they won't. Don't worry. Mr. Jeremiah won't go. My mom's like, please don't let him go. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, and she said it herself. She's like, I don't need another man in my life to leave me. <laughs> oh, my God. That's incredible. Oh. Um, yeah, I guess a little preface is my mom has the hots for Scotch hands. Ooh. Hopefully Whiskers doesn't listen to this show. Beard or no Although beard. She listen to all of them. So. <laughs> oh, really? Said, no beard too? Yeah. Wow. Just so you know, yeah. uh, you could be my dad. Mm. And Even my, mom thinks, my mom thinks 50 Shades of Grey is for rookies. I know. I, I remember, I remember that. <laughs> so. <laughs> so, you, so you're saying there's a chance. What do you think there, dad? <laughs> Daddy Scotch. I don't know if my son would have such a high pitched voice. <laughs> Daddy Scotch. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for the. Uh, I guess that's not really a question. I guess it is a question at the end. Yeah. So, are you going to take my mom, or are you going to you going to move in with her? I don't think we're going anywhere. When your family leaves you. <laughs> yeah. yeah they, go, they leave to go to Canada. Yeah. Media. I wonder how easy that really is. Not when Trump's president, it won't be. Yeah, you're be like, nope, we're we're blocking the borders. Canada's good people, Mexican terrible. Build a fence. As as you quickly find out, Canada's like, no, we don't want you here. Yeah, yeah. we're building a fence of our own from Americans. Yeah. <laughs> a. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, you you can move up there and become a Mountie. Right. <laughs> be fun. You're already one with the with the uh, nature. So yeah. All right. Well, thanks for the question, at Deb Sully. <laughs> uh, incredible alright Calc final uh, yay on your beer yeah this might be one of my favorite farmhouse uh, ales that I've had this uh, this podcasting venture okay is it better than that double wit the, the, uh, the two jokers 
did I have the two jokers a second time? What was the beer I had a second time and I was like, ah, I wasn't feeling it as much. Was it was it the two jokers? No, uh that was the four beans. <laughs> that was the four beans. Okay. Now double wit's still up there. Uh but this one's really good. It's got a little bit of a uh it actually says it, it gets real dry at the very end and has a little bit of pepper taste, which I can definitely feel. Um, but I think the alcohol is starting to get to me, too. Nice. Uh, Pitch, what are you drinking this round? Um, I was drinking formula because I was feeding my baby oh. the whole segment, so I apologize. You had to uh, test the, the temperature and then you ended up enjoying it yourself? Yeah, I was going to say he got a little sucked in. <laughs> <laughs> You shut your whole mouth. Uh, calc- uh, same pairing? Yeah. Yeah. Pork big, pork. big, thick pork chop with apple chutney on it. <laughs> All right, awesome. Um, myself on the Saranac. Uh, then New York local Weiss. I think that's what I called it the first time. Maybe not. Um, it's it's good. It's really good. The uh, It's the wheat ale. I mean, following up the others that I've had, it's uh, quite tasty. And I have to give Saranac a, a big, you know, High five for every one of these. I, I do I do like wheat beers. So out of the three tonight, would you recommend the wheat the highest? Um, to be honest with you, I would recommend the IPA the highest. I'm not even coming in on that hipster vibe of the IPAs. It's just the aftertaste of that was nice. Like it had a little bit of a – it had like that aftertaste hop, but it also had like a little bit of citrus too that wasn't overwhelming. Like you didn't taste it up front, but in like the tail end, like at the aftertaste, you kind of had it. Yeah, <clears throat> no, you, you kind of nice. sold me on that when you were explaining it. I don't want an IPA that, to me, at least this is my opinion, I don't want an IPA that tastes like I took a a handful of cut grass in one hand and a, a grapefruit rind in the other and smash them into my mouth. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't like IPAs that bite that hard. I know some people that's what they want in an IPA. I want an IPA that has a little bit of that IPA bite in the front end, but then gets real smooth out. Yeah, uh, and the, that's totally how this was. I mean, because okay. that was the first beer, so I hadn't really had anything else going for drinks. So, and it was like I said, it was pretty damn smooth the whole time. All right, uh, yeah. this wheat beer is it's really good too. Like I said, I don't I I don't think I've drank a lot of Saranac before, but everything that I've tried was good. So I'll definitely go back to them again. All right, yeah, we'll tweet out to them. Uh, I'll have to give that IPA a shot. Yeah, but uh, that's the show. Um, if you want, I didn't get a chance to do up- upload last week's onto YouTube yet, but you can check us out on YouTube, the old shows that we're now uploading there. It's another place to catch us and give us feedback. Uh, otherwise, you can catch Kelk at at CelticFox underscore LC on Twitter. And you can also follow the, the Loda Couch on Twitter and on Facebook at the Loda Couch. And on Facebook, we're also at Just Loaded Couch. Right, and what's your uh, username on um, your favorite page? Which favorite page? Reddit. Oh, on Reddit? Uh, I don't want to give that away. People are going to know some of my trash talking. (laughs) Yeah, if if, if people are smart, they'll figure it out. Okay, good. And uh, yeah, you can catch me at uh, scotchhound underscore LC on Twitter. So hit us up, get some questions in here or into us, and we'll be happy to answer them. And uh, we'll catch you next time. Later. 